Welcome to another Universal Orlando podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Melody. And there's no cat here this week. Yay. We're not going to have any meowing. We're not going to have anything. Nick is sitting on a bed. I'm sitting so on a bed. Maybe there won't be chair squeaking. I'm wiggling right now. You don't hear any squeaking. Maybe. Hopefully. We do have a sleeping baby. Yes. Um, we have the office playing in the background. <laughs> so if we get distracted, or if you hear it in the background, you didn't, because that's copyrighted material. And we also tried to turn it down, too. We turned it down to six. Basically, it's to keep light in the room without it being too light. It'll be pitch black in here. Yes. The only thing illuminating this room will be our computer and our... Blinky lights. <laughs> that we plug in mics into. <laughs> Anyways. Where are we, Melody? We're, we're not at home, are we? No, we're not. Well, we are home. Our home away from home. Oh, my word. She's not saying it. We're at Portofino. Lowe's Portofino Bay. Like Lowe's the hardware store? No. Lois? Lois. Anyway. Yay, we're at one of Universal's premier hotels right now. We haven't been we're able to explore the, much. We are in the One Percenter Club now. Oh my word. Everyone says when you go to Portofino, you're in the One Percenter Club. What does that mean? I don't know. I just... One percent of what? You're a one percenter. Like the elite. Oh. The wealthy. Oh. I don't feel wealthy. We no. went to the club level dinner to save on money. That was a nice dinner. Spoiler alert. Anyway, so what are we talking about today, Nick? Besides the fact that we're at Portofino Hotel, thanks for kind of skipping ahead. We're at Portofino, so we're going to talk about that a little bit and our experiences so far. We're going to talk about SeaWorld. That's going to be fun. Yeah. We're going to talk about Instacart. Mm. Melody is foreshadowing a little bit. So, I made a sound that was... So it, where should we start? Should we just kick it right into gear and just start the episode? No, because you always forget the first two things we talk about before starting the I episode. I do. Every Go single ahead, time. Do your carrot thing. We have socials. What does oh, yeah, that have to mind. do with a carrot? I don't know. <laughs> what do either of them have to do with a carrot? Like you compare Anyways. things. Like she's as big <laughs> as a carrot. Okay, whatever. We're on Instagram and yes. Twitter slash X. MySpace. You can find us at Another Universal Podcast. That is correct. Yep. Is it? I thought our Twitter was different. Or Another UO Pod on there Twitter. There you go. See, you always get it wrong. Well, it's also Another or Universal Podcast. Just go to our Instagram and we have our link tree in there and you can just tap on that and you can find us. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> it's not stalking at all. If we put it there, it's not stalking if you use it. Exactly. All right, do your comparison. Thing to update. There we go. Oh, my word. I am currently 34 weeks pregnant. And thing two is the size. Size. Size, yes. Of a mid-century modern hanging lamp. Hey, Melody, how big is that? Like, how many cheeseburgers are we talking? Well, that's not PC. PG. Shut up. <laughs> All 
All right, Melody, so are we just going to jump right into... I thought you wanted to know the size of the baby. Oh, uh, you actually looked that up? Yes. She is 17.84 inches and weighs about two, uh, 5.24 pounds. Oh, she growing. Trust me, my back knows. All right, that was good. Good talk. <laughs> are you ready? Yeah. See world. How do we start? We're going to start with the parking. We're not starting with the donuts? That, that, that's not SeaWorld. And the traffic? Okay, we'll start. Okay, that's not SeaWorld. Okay, we're starting with the traffic. To <laughs> getting from Tampa to... Uh, Orlando. Orlando. We always come on Sundays. I think I so, got spoiled. Yeah. So Sundays, it's like an hour if you leave at 7 a.m. from where we live. It's an hour. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we were planning this entire trip thinking, oh, okay, it's only going to take us an hour to get there. We need to leave the house at 9 o'clock to get to SeaWorld at 10. And then the night before, we were like, hey, let's just pre-plan a little bit, because on iPhones, you can, you know, put in your destination, and then you can set the day and time that you're going to leave, and it'll tell you how long it should take based on predicted traffic. Very helpful. Very helpful. Very accurate. Mm -hmm. Two hours and two minutes. Yep. No. And Nick was like, did you put in everything right? I was like, yes. Yeah, I, I didn't believe it. So he did it himself. I got the same answer. Yep. I think it's a mixture of what I've heard is Monday is a popular first day of a vacation. Yeah, everyone's starting their vacation. Sunday, everybody's leaving their vacation. So. Yeah. So, and then their school. Yeah. And then just Orlando traffic. I-4 is terrible. Yes. So. But we planned for it, so we left early. Yeah, we left at, what, 7? Around 7. We left at 7. We changed our plans. We were going to go straight to SeaWorld. And then we're like, okay, let's stop at the hotel and just check in. Or check in. Quote, unquote. So we get to the hotel. We right at 9, 9.15. Yeah, around that time. This is where the, the fun starts. Woo. We pull into the valet area. We didn't get valet because that's like expensive yes. and I'm, you know, not rich. So I asked if I can just, you know, park because I see a whole bunch of other cars just parked out front. I'm like, hey, can I just park and just go check in real quick? And he goes, oh, no, just go to self-parking, grab a ticket, go check in, get your key cards. And then when you come out, use your key cards. To leave and mm-hmm. just throw away the ticket. He's very polite. Very nice. Really good guy. So I do what he says. We go in. We get our tickets. We pick out our cards. And mm-hmm. so we'll talk about that for a second. I got the River Adventure card. Yep. You got Cat in the Hat. Yes. What did Jack get, surprisingly? I don't know why they gave him a card. Harry Potter? Oh, he got Hagrid's. No, no, no. I got Hagrid's. No, you got Cat in the Hat. He got Hagrid's. I asked for Cat in the Hat for you because I know you liked it. I thought Hagrid's was my club card. That's your club card. That's a different topic. I'm talking about your room key. You got two keys. But then he... He got his own key for some reason. Okay, I thought his was just a different Harry Potter card. We had a whole conversation about this when I got it. Fine. So I'll talk about that conversation. Okay. I don't know how well it's going to work. I don't know if it's, you know, condoned by Portofino or Universal... So, Jack got his own room card. Yes. Meaning, he now has Express Pass Which makes for no sense. Universal. 
My child is one years old. He is not going on any ride. We put in his age. Yeah. Universal knows he's an infant. We got to play. Yeah, there's a play. Uh, uh, pack and play in pack here. Pack and play. So my idea is, I don't know if this is, you know, would work. And I was like, hey, my friend doesn't have Express Pass. Why don't I just give him my son's room card? And Unethical. Let him use the Express. And that is very unethical. I'm not going to do it, but it just, you know, provoked oh, yeah. a thought. Yeah. It was like, who's to say that Connor isn't Jack? Exactly. Yeah, it's very odd that they gave a baby a room card, but oh well. Anyways, very unethical. I'm not going to do it, but, you know, just provokes a thought. Mm-hmm. So we get our key cards. We go back to our car because we have our SeaWorld trip. Mm-hmm. And now I'm trying to leave. Yes. I keep getting the message, invalid credential. What are It gives me like two more error messages. I didn't see the screen for where I was. I don't know. Invalid credential, card not activated, um, and then one other one. But it just keeps cycling through those. So I try Melody's card. Doesn't work. I try Jack's card. Doesn't work. And I'm tapping like 20 times and it's still not working. Same error messages just over and over and over again. In a past episode, Nick briefly talked about having parking troubles. At Cabana Bay. Yes. And I don't know why they don't fix this. I don't know if this everyone else has this problem. But I don't know. I think they need to fix it. I think it doesn't need to be an RFID thing. It should be like a scanner, like a barcode scan. Mm-hmm. But because like if I put my key card next to like my phone, it's dead. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just think they need to overhaul it. So basically the way we got out of the parking garage was to use the ticket. Yeah, we had to use pay ten dollars. Paid ten dollars, got out. I messaged uh Cabana Bay. They apologized. They said, Hey, just come back to the uh the desk and we'll get those, you know, fixed for you. And we'll refund your ten dollars. We haven't I never went. Desk. I yeah. don't think I'm going to go. It's 10 bucks. I really don't care that much. And also our room key worked to get into yeah, the so garage again. SeaWorld got my text. And then when... We, okay, I'm skipping sea ahead. SeaWorld got your text? Shut up. I'm skipping ahead. <laughs> okay, so we leave the parking garage. Yes. 10 bucks. Whatever. Head to SeaWorld. It's 15 minutes away from Universal. I mean... 15 to 20. Venue. Yeah. Yeah, depending on traffic. Oh my. <laughs> that parking. We got there around like 10.05-ish. We had to have been sitting in that parking line to just get to the booth to, you know, pay for parking. Like 20 minutes? 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah. It was slower than... Oh my. So I get up there, give the kid my barcode for him to scan for parking. Because we prepaid for parking. We prepaid for a VIP parking because Melody's pregnant. We have a child. We're just going to, you know, fork over the extra $30 for Less nice parking. time. Yeah, it was real nice. Yes. But anyways, this is where my grievances start with SeaWorld. <laughs> the poorly managed, coming from Universal and then going to SeaWorld. We're spoiled. We are spoiled. Okay. <laughs> Universal is runs a tight ship. Okay. Nothing gets by them. Hardly ever. 
there are mistakes. There are mistakes, but none that compared to what we faced at SeaWorld. Yes. So the first mistake, roll up to the parking. I prepaid for parking. The dude's supposed to scan my ticket. At least I think. Why would they give me a barcode for him, you know? So we get up there, and he just looks at it. Mm-hmm. He, I'm assuming he is supposed to just verify, you know, he just looked at the date, saw the date was fine, mm-hmm. and then gave me VIP and just let me be on. What he's supposed to do, I think, you know, I don't go there often, if ever. <laughs> what I think he was, was supposed to do was scan it and check my ID. Because it said I needed to show him my ID in the little instruction thing. Yeah. So I had my ID ready. I showed him the thing. Never scanned it. Again, people could easily just fib that Mm -hmm. with Photoshop. So that was my first grievance. So we, you know, we go park. No trouble there. We get a great parking spot literally right in the front. Yes. Like we just walk straight into the park. It was very nice. Because it's not a parking garage. It's a parking lot. Yeah, bush gardens. So you can get unlucky thing. and park really far from the park. I mean, we've done that at Bush Gardens when we had season passes, you know, five years ago. We? Yeah. You were living with me, quote unquote, at the time. Oh, staying with you for the summer. Yeah, while we were engaged. Or were we just dating at that point? If we were. No, I think we were dating. I think you were. No, the first time we went to Bush Gardens together was with my family, like two days before the wedding. No. Okay. I have it on my phone that we have uh, season passes. Okay. Because when I logged into my SeaWorld app, it pulled up our old sea, uh, season pass for Bush Gardens. And it was it has, a very messy, confusing time. So, okay. It has I Melody don't remember Bats the parking lot there. Anyway, so... There's two main parking lots in Bush Gardens. We parked in the very back in the extra lot for overflow parking. Mm-hmm. When we go back there, I'll show you. Okay. If we go back. We might go back. Who knows? Okay. I don't know why I got on that tangent. So we got really nice parking. <laughs> so we go in, you know, do the whole stroller check very fast for me at least. Yeah, for you. I just they I security guard was very thorough with the diaper bag. Very thorough. Very. He went like through everything. I mean, he doesn't have an X ray scanner like Universal. True. But he was super friendly. Oh yeah, he was very nice. So anyways, we go through there and this is where I start getting confused. So we got We're noobs to SeaWorld. So mm. we had the <laughs> all day dining that was included with our day ticket. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if we got, like, a wristband, if I needed to go get uh, physical cards printed out because I had it all on my phone. And I was going to go on rides while she walked around with Jack. Uh-huh. So I wanted you to, you know, be able to go get food without me. I'm like, okay, I'll just go get physical printed tickets. They said no. So we go to get services. No, uh, the ticket the booth. ticket booth. Wait in line for that. Not just too for, long. Yeah. I mean, 10 minutes. Way in line for that, for them to just tell me, oh yeah, there's a booth inside the park yeah. that you get your wristband. Get in the park, go to the booth, get our wristbands, no problem there. I got two wristbands. You got two, because Jack got his own dining deal, which saved us a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And then I had Quick Q Unlimited with a one-time use for Pipeline. Uh-huh. I didn't know if I needed to get that printed out, 
So then we walked over to guest services mm-hmm. for them just to tell me, nope, you use your phone. I'm like, cool. <laughs> we did like, we normally do research and we didn't do very well this time. <laughs> nope. I did zero research for this. Granted, we also were like, oh, SeaWorld should be a breeze. It's Disney that we're worried about. Yeah. So. We were wrong. I'm more prepared for Disney than SeaWorld. Yeah. So, the next blunder. I, we're walking through, you find like a little dolphin area. Yeah, the dolphin nursery. Yeah, Jackson thrilled by it. So, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to walk to Pipeline because it's right over here. So, I walk to Pipeline. There's this, you know, not too big of a line, but it's a big line. That's not even in the line. Yeah, it's outside. So, I'm thinking, okay, the ride's not open yet. Maybe they open at a certain time because, you know, theme parks do that. Yeah. (laughs) So, I get in line and I'm waiting. 11 o'clock rolls around. At this point, I've been in line. Oh, yeah. I was about to ask, how long have you been in the line at the point? 15, maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. 11 o'clock rolls around. I'm like, okay, they got to be opening. 11.05. They haven't opened. I'm like, okay, this is a little weird. And then I see an empty cart go by. I'm like, maybe they're doing morning testing. (laughs) You come by because I asked you. He had called me before. He was like, hey, just letting you know. Don't really know what's going on. Yeah. Don't want, can't really ask because if I get out of line, I'll Yeah, I wanted you to go ask someone. Yeah. And did someone tell you what happened? Yes. Oh, yeah. So what happened? So I asked the guy who was at the front of the line for Nick. And I was like, hey, is it closed for maintenance? Is it test, is even the ride even open or something? He said, yeah, the ride opens at 10 when the park opens. But they're doing maintenance. Mm -hmm. I was like, ah. And he didn't know when it would be open. Yep. So I went back to Nick in the line, let him know, got water. You let me know that they were doing maintenance. Yes. You didn't tell me they opened at 10. Yes, with I the did. Park. No, you didn't. You just told me they were doing maintenance. So oh. I thought they've been only, they were only going to do, you know, a few minutes of maintenance. Okay. I thought I told you they opened at 10. No. So I'm sitting in line. Everybody's, you know, confused. You tell me that. By this point, it's 11.30, Like I said, I got water. Yeah. So in my head, I made a mental note. I'm like, I'm getting out of this line at 11.45 if nothing happens. Because, you know, we have a dolphin encounter at 1 and we still need to get lunch. Yeah. So 11.25 rolls around around that time. And I see them send a cart through. With a person on it. I'm assuming a maintenance person. Yep. He goes back. I'm like, sweet. Okay. They were doing person testing. They got to be opening soon. 1130 rolls around. Another cart goes with a person on it. Like, all right. And then like a minute later, an empty cart and then an empty cart. And then no cart. And then no cart. And then I just get out of line. And I'm like. Because I texted you at that point. I was like, hey. Don't just stand in this line for nothing. We have a whole day to do. Yeah, so... Also, at that point, I was getting bored because I could have done something with Jack, but I didn't want to go away too far from Nick because then you just run into the hole. Okay, what are we doing? How are we meeting up and all that? Exactly. So we get out of line. We're like, okay, let's go get some lunch. Yep. The first place we go to was... I'm not going to try and look it up. It was just some barbecue place. I don't care much for barbecue. They had like ribs. 
It was brisket. like ribs, chicken. Like whole chicken. like Or ribs and chicken. <laughs> the, the selection was very small. <laughs> very small selection. Okay. And we're like, uh, Jack's not really going to like anything from here. Well, they actually had a better kid's menu. Oh, they we did. didn't like anything. What we could have done is just taken the kid's meal from there and just walked over. Probably. But that, we didn't know. That would have been the smarter idea. So we go to... Do you remember the name of it? Lakeside Grill? Yeah, I think it is Lakeside Grill. Okay. We walk over to Lakeside Grill. I get a cheeseburger. You got a queso burger. A queso burger. Don't know why they call it queso because that was not queso. That was just melted cheese. (laughs) With fries. Mm -hmm. And Melody got loaded fries. Yes, that that was my meal. That was your meal. And then Jack got chicken nuggets and fries. He yes. Eats. I swear, this kid is a vegetarian. He does not <laughs> eat meat. So. That's why we were, weren't were too happy with the options. The other place had mac and cheese. Yeah. Which he does eat. But the oh, other place had chicken tender or chicken nuggets. So we got him the chicken nuggets. He ate a couple of fries. Mm-hmm. He did have a big breakfast of munchkins. Yeah, that's true. We had Dunkin' Donuts and got... Donut holes, and he liked those, and he ate a lot. Yeah. So anyways, we eat lunch. It came to $48. We also got two slices of cake. Oh, and we also got two slices of cake and two drinks. Yes. So, another blunder. They didn't explain the meal plan to us, which that's also my fault for not researching it properly. Also, it was a little confusing because it says you get one entree and one side. Right. So in my mind... They say the burger comes with fries. To me, that fry is a side. Mm-hmm. So and so we pick up. So Melody got the loaded fries. So she picks up a piece of cake for us to split. Uh huh. They're pretty big pieces of cake. They were big pieces, and we're like, yeah, we can split this piece of cake. And it's not labeled anything either. Like the desserts looked nice, and I was like, are these actually included in the all day? dining plan exactly there's nothing labeled on their menu at all so about it melody picks up a thing so at this point we have your loaded fries a piece of cake two drinks my burger and fries jack's uh chicken nuggets and fries yes oh and his chocolate milk and his chocolate milk and we go to the drink guy and he goes oh you can pick another side i'm like no i have fries that's a side and he goes oh are those and and he's like, no, you can get another side. Uh-huh. He goes, that those fries don't count. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. That doesn't so make any sense at all, but it, okay. It doesn't. So I just pick up another piece of cake. And I'm like, I guess I'll have my own cake. <laughs> and then we go to the cashier, who was obviously new because he didn't know how to do it. Talked about how confusing the computer was. Yeah. I mean, he got it right on the first try, so. Yeah. Good on him. I think he was just saying that because the people before him... Were complaining. Not complaining, but they had like a special card or something. And they must have... If he Uh, was newer, then they probably were like, we have this card that does this. And he's like, I don't know what to do with this. And he was just doing his best. Yeah, so he typed everything into the computer, scanned our thing, and it all went down to zero. Yeah. And he asked me if I wanted a receipt. And I'm like, no. (laughs) We didn't pay for anything (laughs) yes i want a refund on my free meal (laughs) give me my zero dollars back but anyways so we eat our food it was good we ate most of our food we got full 
I ate all of my food. I had like two fries. You didn't finish your cake. I don't count that. The food was okay. It was, it was free, so I don't care. Yeah. Well, not free free, but cheaper. For an extra $20 on tour ticket, that was worth it. Okay, fair. Don't hold me accountable to the price. I booked this like two months ago. I don't remember the price. I am guesstimating $20. Because <laughs> I remember looking at it, I'm like, I can oh, get a base price for this, or I can add a couple extra, one like all day dining in for not that much more. I'll do that. Where do we go after that? Did we go to the Dolphin Encounter next? Yeah. We headed over to the Dolphin Encounter area. Oh, okay. I remember what we did. So we head over to... Didn't I do Manta next? And then Dolphin Encounter? Because we wanted to get one ride in. Yeah, I think we got out around like... I think we finished lunch around 1220. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I remember. So we walk over to Manta, which was like right around the corner. Mm-hmm. I was excited for this because I remember going on this with my dad when it like first opened. And? It, it felt different. I don't know. Little kid, it looks different. To me, it looked like currently not, I don't know. You know how normally when you do something as a kid it was all, and then you go back, it always feels like smaller because you know when you're a kid, everything's bigger. For me, it felt like the park was so much bigger bigger than what I remembered. I feel like they've expanded since then because I remember like as a kid I felt like you come in that main entrance you do a tiny circle and you were done. Yeah. Because like we walked past like the pearl area where like divers go down and get the pearls. Uh Like as a kid I remember being that much bigger but when I looked at it it was very small like the area for it. Yeah. The park just seemed a lot bigger to me. Oh to me it felt massive. (laughs) Also, because it's like a maze in there. Yeah. Another thing that Universal kind of spoils, it's a it's a circle. Yeah, Univer- it's just a circle. There are some branching areas, Not but many. if you generally stay to one direction, you end back at the Actually, exit. Actually, no, I'm pretty sure it's just a circle. I mean, so like studios, you know, go around, you branch off into Harry Potter, you come back out. It's mostly a circle, circle. but near the entrance, there's a lot of side alleys and roads. I guess. Anyways, so I go on Manta. That was really fun. I wish I went on it one more time, but I don't care that much. Then we went to Dolphin Encounter. We checked in for that. Yes. We were group number four. Yep. At one o'clock. At one o'clock. That was great. Go to that. That was really fun. We got to pet the dolphin. Mm Mm-hmm. We got to feed the dolphin. Uh, Jack also got to pet the dolphin. He was scared. He did not like petting he the dolphin. He really did not like petting the dolphin. He started like... Freaking out a Freaking little. out. Fortunately, though, it wasn't like a full-on freak out. It was as soon as we pulled him away, he was like, okay, we're good. He liked looking at the dolphin, but he was like, don't let me get close to that thing. Yeah. He was like, let me get... I mean, to him, it's first. just a big, scary, gray peat blob. He did like watching them. Oh, he, he was just watching like, them. I'm not touching. <laughs> so anyways, after dolphin encounter. Oh, did we say that we fed the dolphins? Did yes. you say that? Yeah. Because we speculated before whether or not we were going to feed the dolphins. Ah, yes. We, we did. did in fact feed the dolphins. I don't know what you get in the more expensive dolphin experience. I, I don't know. If you're interested, look it up. Look it up. <laughs> because like we saw the people next to us their dolphins were like doing tricks in the water and like 
you know, standing on their tails and flapping like how a dolphin Jumping does, out of the water. Jumping out of the water. Our if, person who did that, he wasn't very... He was a little socially awkward. He was socially awkward. And he didn't really make the dolphins do the big elaborate tricks. Yeah. He did a lot of like funny little gags. Which were fine. They were super cute. I really liked the fishing line one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, like... You, like, threw your hand out in a fishing line, and then the dolphins kind of, like, flopped backwards. And then we reeled them back in, and they, like, squeaked as they came back in. They sounded like the... Um, when you're squeaking the, the fishing wheel. line. Like yeah. the, I, I'm not going to try to make Don't even sound. try. So that was cool. We They had, like, photo pass people on the opposite side of the water. Well, ours was on the opposite side of the water. I think even the other people's were on. There were there were placed in really different areas. Probably so they can get good angles. Yeah. But anyways, ours was on the opposite side of the water to get some photo pass photos. So we finished the dolphin encounter. We go and look at our photos. Yes. We choose to get the uh, one day photo pass. Yes, for seventy dollars, which is expensive. It was expensive. But considering what the three day pass was like, or no, 14 day pass was a hundred. I mean, if you're going for two days, you might as well get the 14 day pass. Yeah. But anyways. And you also got like some free printed photos too. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why you wouldn't do that. So we just got the digital photo pass. I'm not sure if it was worth it. Probably not. Because I thought when we did the shark encounter, we were going to get photos taken there too. Oh, yeah, we didn't. No, it was more of a behind... We'll, we'll, we'll get, get to, to it. Anyways, no photos there. So, uh, what did we do after Dolphin Encounter? We went to the Mako area. Ah. Because then you went on the Mako ride. Went on Mako. I'm going to combine... I went on it twice. Yes. I'm going to compare it to Velocicoaster. Yes. Not in the fact that it goes 70 miles an hour. Because it doesn't. Uh-huh. And it didn't give you the same grin. It didn't give me the same grin and, like, I have to get back on that right now. But, like, the lap bar restraint, mm-hmm. there was no harness going over my shoulders. It was not an over-shoulder. It also doesn't go upside down, I don't think. You went on it twice. I don't remember. <laughs> and it happened today. <laughs> it happened. Like. The heat kind of killed us. Yeah. It was a long, long day. Long day. The one thing I do remember from it, on my second ride through, I was trying to find Universal. Because I'm like, oh, we're close to Universal. Let me see if I can find, like, Velocicoaster or something like that. Mm -hmm. I stumbled across Epic Universe. (laughs) So we're at the top of the, you know, the lift hill. And I'm looking. And I see that one hotel that has the reflective tiles. And yeah. I see all the cranes, and I go to the people next to me. I'm like, that's Epic Universe over there. And they're like, what? <laughs> like, as in they don't know what Epic Universe is. Yeah, they don't is. know what Epic Universe is. <laughs> like, so what happened was the... So me and this guy got on, because the quick queue gets your own line for this ride. Mm-hmm. And so we get on, and it's just us in this row. And there's two more seats, two empty seats. And this mom comes from the exit, and they're like, hey, do you mind if we cut in real quick? It's our last ride of the day. We just want to do one more. And I'm like, oh, sure, go, come on in. Because, you know, 
the right arm, but that's my other blunder. Okay, I'm going to cut to that real quick. <laughs> All of these rides, there is nobody telling you what lane to go into. It's like the quick lane and stuff, like they're labeled. They're labeled. You can go in it. No one's checking my quick queue. But no one's scanning my quick queue. And the quick queue lines are in odd places sometimes. Yeah, like for Manta, I have to go through the exit to get through quick queue. Yeah. Now, granted, they probably didn't think of quick queue when they were building it, so they have to do something like that. Something else. That's what we did while you're in Manta. Um, reversing time a little uh-huh we went through the little manta oh the aquarium. aquarium that was cool that was a cool aquarium yeah. but nobody's scanning my quick queue no one's looking at my quick queue uh for manta ray you basically just walk up and you basically just pick a line and get in it for uh mako you walk up lane five it says quick queue with an arrow and you get in lane five but no one scanned anything. No one scanned anything. No one looked at anything. No one's up there policing the lines to make sure people aren't, you know, cutting or doing anything uh, for pipeline. At least it wasn't a very busy park. Yeah. So for pipeline, that that's where my grievances, like, really are profound. Because, yeah. like, for pipeline, you, you walk alongside the standby line. Mm-hmm. And you go up, and then you, like, conjoin with the standby line at the very top, where, like, you get on the ride. Yeah. Nobody was up there telling the standby line to stop so that quick queue can get in. Oh. So, some foreigners behind me, I think they were Russian or Ukrainian, I don't know. They had that accent. Uh Uh-huh. And they didn't... speak English very well. And they're like, do, do you work here? And I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, okay. Do you have quick queue? And they're like, I'm like, yeah. And I'm, he's like, follow me. And he just cuts right in. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And he lets me get in front of him. Very nice. And I just hop in. I just pick a lane and I get in it and I wait. <laughs> yeah. And that, yeah, it's, it was just messy. But that's my grievance. They don't, police their lines i don't know if that was just today like they're a very short staff today but if that's like a reflection of like how it is every single day uh, yeah. that's not good and the fact that the whole pipeline situation too at the be- in the morning where like no one was like, telling us what's happening why why couldn't you even just wait in line either you know yeah like i don't know but that was my main grievance of the day Anyways. nobody was policing the lines so he went on Mako. Went on Mako. Uh, Jack and I went to the little shark pond. Looked at sharks for a little bit. That's nice. I saw Epic Universe. And I think we skipped something again. What did we skip? The sea lions. Because remember, we walked past the Atlantic ride, which you were like, no, because it's water. Oh, yes. And then we walked past Kraken, and then there was a big wall. And I looked at the map, because we're kind of following along a map to get to the Mako area. Uh-huh. And I was like... It shows like a path on here. Oh, yeah. So you have to walk past Kraken. Like you're walking towards to get in line for Kraken, but you turn right. Yeah, because there was a sign where it's like the sea lion, like sea lions and stuff like that. It's this way. Yeah, so we follow that. And then we see this like sketchy door. We saw another couple go first. Yeah. Because otherwise we would not have done that. But this. we didn't see them go through this door. 
Yeah, we just saw them go like towards past. the sea lion line. Yeah, and we're like, okay, they went in that direction. We go that direction. What is this door? This doesn't look right. So at we all. see a door, and it's obvious it's going to you know the back lot, you know where employees walk around and mm-hmm. do stuff. Something that looked like it should say employees only. Yeah, and we go through this raggedy door. It's not labeled. It's not <laughs> labeled. Was a sign. And then there's like big fencing up on either side, you know, making a tunnel through. Super sketchy. Super sketchy. And I just turned to Melody. I'm like, are we going to get murdered? Because that's the vibe I got. We walked through I didn't it. get a murdery vibe. I just Oh, I got like, a murdery vibe. I was like, this is restricted. I'm like, is this Halloween Hornets? It was but a always. weird Christmas Halloween mash there. Yeah. They just finished Hollow Scream, so... There's still some Halloween decorations and Christmas decorations everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so we walked through there. No one murdered us or else we wouldn't be here talking about Got this. Got to the sea lion area. Very loud sea lions. Very loud. Fed sea lions. That was fun. They're super cute. I love the sea lions. Oh, yeah. Where do we go that we saw the sea lion cave? S- California? Is that in California? It was... Okay, we went to... California. No, we flew Oregon, into Oregon and then and we drove Washington. down the coast. It's in one of those states. <laughs> okay. To our listeners, if you know what we're talking about, please DM us because I can't remember the name. I can look up the location. We don't need to look up the name. I think it's called the Sea Lion Caves. It was a very generic name. Huge cave. Hundreds of sea lions. Hundreds. Very loud. Did Lots you say of it was stinky? Very stinky. <laughs> Like, you have to take this sketchy elevator down, and it's like a two-minute-long ride, elevator ride, because you're going deep down. Yeah. So anyways, we feed the sea lions for $8. Mm-hmm. That was fun. I think it was worth it. Yeah. I wish I could use my universal... Uh, we never went back to feed the manta rays. We can do that at the aquarium, can't we? I don't think they have food. You can touch them, but you don't feed them. Oh. Well, it's well. fine. I don't see how you could feed them. Oh, the wait, no, that's a different you... area. Never mind, never okay. mind. But anyways, where are we in our timeline? Okay, so we went back in time to do the sea lions, but then we go forward back in time to Mako. So what do we do after Mako? The shark area. Oh, what do we do after Mako? Sesame Street. Oh, we walked towards Sesame Street. <laughs> They have a, I didn't know SeaWorld had this. They just have a whole Sesame Street area. <laughs> it was very nice. I liked yeah, it. It's, a, it's the kid area of the park. Yes, very fun. Oddly in the back of the park. Anyway, so this is where we split off. Melody stayed in Sesame Street to do photo ops and... Rides. Rides. I went off to go do... Other rides. Roller coasters. Yes. So I did... I'll talk about my stuff and then you can talk about your stuff. Okay. I went off and did Icebreaker. Mm-hmm. How underwhelming of a ride that is. From far away, it looked cool. It looks so cool far away. And then while I'm walking there, two kids stop a worker lady who's just walking either to break or to her post. Mm-hmm. And they're like, is the orange ride the scariest ride in the park? Oh. And I didn't hear the worker's response, but in my head, I'm like, it doesn't even look that scary. <laughs> They're obviously talking about Icebreaker because the track is orange. Uh-huh. And I'm like, it doesn't even look that scary. Like, Pipeline's more scary than that. Yeah. But anyways, I get on Icebreaker, and wow, that was underwhelming. Mm-hmm. First off, I'm not going to say I'm fat, but I'm not skinny. Yeah. 
I had a hard time getting into that. You have like a two inch gap you have to like slide through. Uh-huh. I don't know. I just struggled. You have to like wedge yourself in this ride for no good reason. Like I don't know why they made that so tight. So tight. Is it a single? No, it's a double wide, like Velocicoaster, but the seat itself is just really small. The path I had to walk through, so like Velocicoaster, you can easily walk through. Mm-hmm. This I had to like. I was tripping over like metal bars and uh. like to get in. They have like this, like you know how normal rides you can just walk straight through it without any having to step over anything. Oh, you're talking about the train. Yeah. Okay. You know how you when you're just like if I'm walking from one side of the train to the other, mm-hmm. and I'm walking through the seats. Yes. Like if I didn't want to ride, you just cut through to the exit. Yeah. You know how you can just walk through without any obstruction on most rides? Yeah. With this, they have just a little tiny, like, about the size of my hand, uh-huh. tall, just a little metal wall right there. And I'm like, make sure you step over that. And I'm like, why is that there? <laughs> Anyways, I've been ranting for that too long. Ride was meh. Because you go backwards at some point, right? Yeah, so the ride is, you get on this cart, you go forward a little bit. You lock onto this track, it slides you onto the main track, mm-hmm. and then it rockets you forward, you don't have enough speed, and then you roll back, and then you rocket forward again, and then you don't get enough speed, and you roll back, and then you rocket forward a third time, and then you go through the roller coaster, and you're done. That's what the ride at Epic Universe is supposed to be like. Hopefully they'll do it better than that. <laughs> That's also the free spinning one, so yeah, probably. Oh, that'll be so much better than that. <laughs> but, uh... I don't know. Ride was boring. So after that, I go on Pipeline. Mm-hmm. Where Finally. I use my one-time quick queue, even though I could have used it a hundred more how many times. Because nobody was scanning. Yeah. Get on that. I get into the harness. And my collarbone was killing me. Because, eh. so like, they have this, like, padding and then the main bar. I don't know how to describe It's like two different harnesses, quote-unquote. Uh-huh. Like you have the comfortable one that sits over you, and then you have the hard one that's kind of just free floating above you. Okay. I guess. So like a seatbelt, but then the main. Bulk? No, they both come down at the same time. The first one is just more flexible. Okay. So it's comfortable, whereas the other one is rigid. Okay. So like if I were to like it were to like break down, and I would like fly out of my seat. The flexible one would like push against the rigid one, and I would stop. Okay. But anyways. It's like the Manto. It has the same type of system where it has like a flexible... You're explaining rides that I haven't been on in years. Okay. <laughs> Get on that. It's like killing my collarbone. I don't know if I just have a bony collarbone or if it was the way the ride was designed. Because Pipeline is the one where you're standing. Yeah. You are standing on this ride. That's my only grievance about it other than the line. Oh my word. That was an amazing ride. Short. Very short. Very fun. Oh, wait, I have a second grievance. Oh, my word. They were only one running one train. On almost all rides. Almost all rides, they were only doing one train. Manta, I think they had two trains going. I don't know. I'm not saying I'm a ride ops person. I don't know the behind the scenes. I feel like they can put more trains on those tracks. Some of them. On some of them. like Pipeline, I, probably not. No, on Pipeline, you can definitely do two trains. Oh. Like, you launch one, and then you have a second one rolling in, you load it, you launch it, and it's just a constant flow. 
Now, Icebreaker, on the other hand, with, you know, the rocking forward and all that, I can yeah. see how you can't have multiple on there. Yeah. But, like, after it finishes rocking, there could be another one coming and then loading and then go. Maybe. So, yeah, you might be able to get two on there. I don't know. Today, there was only one train on most rides, including Pipeline. So, it was very slow. And then the ride ops, people, you know, checking your harness, they're just casually walking, checking the harnesses. Whereas, like, when I'm on Hulk, they have, like, people in the sound in the booth, you know, counting down from 10 and giving updates on how many carts they've launched in the last five minutes. Uh-huh. You know, trying to beat their score. I guess. Yeah, I remember that. That was a weird day. That was really cool. It was cool because it was like, wow, they're being efficient. That's for sure. Yeah. I think it was like, they were on like 30 launches in like 10 minutes or something like that. Yeah, we could tell they're trying to go for like a high score because they're like, we're doing, like, you, they're hyping each other up too. They're like, yeah. we got this, guys. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. But no, Pipeline, they're just casually strolling down. Oh, is this good? Yep, you're good. That's honestly kind of the vibe I got from everyone at that park. It was just... Nonchalant and didn't eh. really care that much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, except for one of our tour guides, but we'll get to her. We'll get to her. Anyways, that was my time. What did you do in Sesame Street? Because walking from one ride to the next also took a long time. Yeah. So I was in Sesame Street land. We kind of walked around a little bit because we saw a sign that said diaper changing area. And I was like, oh, that's different than the bathroom. That normally means nicer area to change diapers and... You know, they're just nicer. Not a bathroom. Yeah. We couldn't find it. <laughs> we were dumb. That is correct. They don't really label their buildings. And there weren't really any workers available. Around. Around. That weren't like ride operators kind of thing. Yeah. So that's when we split off. I went back to the carousel. This is, this has been Jack's first time going on a ride. Yeah. Ever. Because we talked about taking him on the carousel and Sis Landing, but we never really did. I almost went on the carousel when we went to the zoo recently, but I ended up leaving early. Well, you did their, like, safari ride. That's different. That's basically being in a car. I guess. A slow car. It's... Anyways. On... He went on the carousel. He didn't really know how to feel about that. <laughs> he wasn't upset, but he wasn't... Like, this he is fun. He was, he was more like nonchalant. He didn't care that much. He was just like, I'm stuck in one place and you're holding me. And now I'm going up and down. What is happening? <laughs> but we went on the carousel. Then we went to go on the train ride, which is like one of those little kitty train ride type of things. Yeah. I got embarrassed on this ride. You have a pregnant belly. Yes. I have a pregnant belly. And so we couldn't buckle the seatbelt. Yep. It was very awkward. And since Jack is under 36 inches. You had to. I had to be next to him. So. You got off. I got off. It was a little embarrassing. It happens. But I was like, you know what? There's this other ride over here. It looks like one of those teacup type rides. Except it goes up in the air. Yeah. Which is weird. You also but didn't read the uh, warnings. I didn't. <laughs> I was more focused on the height requirements at that point. Because I was like, I want to take him on another ride. Yeah. 
it was fine. It was kind of like, because we talked about how Stormforce is something I technically shouldn't go on. You can go on it so long as you don't spin it. Yes. Because the spinning motion is what will hurt you. Yes. I still am not quite sure how kids were spinning that really fast. I had a hard time spinning it the way I did. Oh, a, walk, a worker, when he was uh, checking them, he saw they were trying to spin it, so he gave them a really hard push, and mm. that started them off. Once you get started, you can keep it going for a long time. Okay. Because what happened with ours is that it would kind of rock one way, but then it would rock back the other. Yeah. So we kept kind of like rocking back and forth, which Jack loved. He yeah. loved this ride. He absolutely loved the fact that we we're like rocking back and forth. He could barely see over the, that was funny. <laughs> the wall of the little tea, uh, flower pot because it was a flower ride. Yeah. I don't understand the theming of it, but whatever. When I came back, I tried getting some photos. Yeah. So, because when Nick came back, I was like, you should go on this ride with Jack. He loves it. But you were nice and you're like, you don't get to ride anything. Go on this ride. Exactly. So, I went on it again with Jack. He loved it again. Yep. Big smile on his face. So cute. <laughs> Very cute. And then, oh, while I was on the train ride, I found the diaper changing building. It was like behind that train ride area. While you were in line for the train. Yes. Yes. I found it. Okay. So after I went on the flower ride, we realized, hey, we still got like an hour till our shark encounter. You're skipping things. No, I'm not. Oh, I am. After the carousel and before the train ride. Yes. We went to the little character picture thing. Because we're like, we got the free pictures. Might as well do some photo opportunities. Exactly. So it was like Elmo and friends. So I went in kind of expecting Elmo. Elmo Elmo was nowhere to be found. (laughs) There was no Elmo. But there was the count. Yep. And I was also worried about how Jack would react to a costume character. We went to a birthday party recently (laughs) where there is... It was a miraculous ladybug theme party, and they had a act like an actress or character dress up person come, uh-huh. and Jack did not like her. That was funny. She freaked him out. He ran, which away. makes no sense. He ran away so fast. <laughs> he <laughs> ran just... right back into my arms <laughs> and would not let me put him down. It was just it's like it's a girl with blue hair and a red bodysuit with polka dots. Yeah, it's not even that scary. So since he freaked out with that, I was like. How is he going to do with this big blob of a character? Exactly. He was really good. He liked trying to grab the guy's hands and he touched the Count's nose and he loved it. He was very happy. We got some good pictures. Yes. Then, like I said, one in the flower ride, Nick came back and I was like, hey, let's go get some more pictures now that you're here. Nope. You're skipping something. What am I skipping? I came back. We did the flower ride and... Oh, off that. then we went to the diaper changing area? Checked out the diaper changing area. Are we going to talk about the diaper changing area? We are. Okay. It was nice. It was nice. I'll talk about the diaper changing area. <laughs> so they had... Building was empty, so we kind of checked it out. <laughs> yes. For the podcast, you're welcome. They had, what, four little changing tables in a room? Yeah. On a wall? With sinks. Like, it's a nice change. It's a permanent area, not like one of the plastic ones you find at a gas station. Mm-hmm. Um, 
sink all the way to the left. And all uh, the way to the right. And all the way to the right with trash holes in the middle for diapers. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Very sturdy. I yeah. wish they had buckles on the... Yeah, me too. But but it was fine. fine. Uh, oh, wait. Hold on. So you come in the room, in the area, and there's this like lobby area with like some chairs some sensory things on the wall for kids to like touch and feel mm-hmm. a sink there's like a, a sink. kitchen sink there's a kitchen sink in a microwave mm-hmm. and then if you walk straight back to the left yes you have your changing area there is no doors it's all open air so anybody walking in will see you changing your baby mm-hmm. if you go to the right there's another doorway and if you took take an immediate left you have your nursing area. Which was doored. Which was doored. Now you can talk about it because I didn't go in there just in case someone was in there. Yeah. So I went in expecting to see like a little bathroom stall type thing with like a chair and all that. But it threw me off to see an immediate hallway that turned. I was like, okay, this is a weird hallway. Mm-hmm. But you just turned into like a little mini hallway and then it opened up into a room that had three rocking chairs. And like little tables next to them. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. So it's not like a private nursing room. Which I mean, is fine. To be fair. It's private, but can also not be private. Right. Which is fine. Anyways, so then to the right of that, before you go into the nursing area, you have two bathrooms. And then if you follow, like on the opposite side, mm-hmm. there is a sensory room. It was called the quiet room. It's called the quiet room. It's very dark. It has dimmable lights. Nice. Which was nice. They have sensory things all over the walls. Mm-hmm. They have a like... A big bean bag. A big bean bag. And the door is lockable. Yes. Oh, yeah. In the nursing room, it wasn't lockable. Which yeah. makes sense. Three rocking chairs. Yeah. So, like, if you have a child who has sensory issues, it'd be good to go in there. Mm-hmm. If you're tired and maybe somebody needs a nap. Good to go in there. You can go in there as long as someone else isn't in there. Mm-hmm. So that was the baby changing area. Very nice. Very nice. I wish Universal has something like that. They might. They might, but. We haven't found it yet. Yeah. We also Anyways. haven't needed it. So we went back to the character picture thing. Because I was like, like I said, free photos. Yep. You're here. Let's just So we walk over. Go. And we go to grab the uh, photo pass. And the From melody, the distance, I'm like, that's not the count. Nope. So we go to grab the photo pass, and Melody can't find her phone. <laughs> I didn't realize we are going to talk about this. Oh, we're talking about this. <laughs> I'm going to tell another story. So here's a life story. <sighs> I proposed to Melody in Israel. Oh, now we're really going... Can we just skip that and just... Put a blanket statement where I tend to forget things a lot. Nope. So I have been to Israel five times. times. Yeah, five times. I've also been to like Greece, Egypt, You're making yourself sound like one of those spoiled travel people. No, my parents just really love to travel. They're currently planning a trip to London, so. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, so I took Melody on a trip, a two-week trip to Israel we went to Jordan, Israel, Egypt. That was it. That's Not it? Jordan. Yeah, that was it. Those three countries. Oh, okay. Uh, I bought a ring and I proposed to her in Israel. Yes. But on our way there, uh, 
We fly to Israel. We're landing. We fly to Egypt. We, no, we fly to Jordan. We always land in Tel Aviv. Oh. We fly to Tel Aviv, and we get off the plane. We go through customs. Being constantly told to watch our things because there are pickpocketers. Yes. And we get to... Um, the luggage area. The luggage area, where our tour guide meets us, because we're in a tour group. Mm-hmm. And Melody wanted to go take a picture of something or something like that. Something where she needed her phone for. Mm-hmm. And she checks her pocket. No phone. Other pocket. No phone. Backpack. No phone. I call it. We don't hear it and no one picks up. I start freaking out. We're barely in this country and I've already gotten pickpocketed. Yep. So we run up to our tour guide and we're like, hey. We think she got pickpocketed We think she got pickpocketed or she left it on the plane. And I was so sure it was not on the plane. So he tells us to go find her luggage and he'll go talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. He talked to somebody who, you know, got in contact with the cleaning crew for the planes. They found a phone. They brought it up to us. They had you unlock it. You and walk it was away my with your, phone. It was your phone. You left it. They said they found it on the seat. No, they said it was in like the little basket area in the back of the seat. Oh, I thought it was on the seat. Oh, well. Anyways. Well, because if it was on the seat, that would make sense because that means I probably put it in my pocket and it and fell out. But also, don't forget about all the times at college where you <sighs> just left it on the table as we walk away. Or all the times where I sneakily take your phone off the table and you don't even know that I've taken it off the table. Okay, and we got away. it. So we left my phone in the diaper changing area. So we left it at the diaper changing area. We're frantically, you know, I call it, doesn't pick up. So I'm like, okay, got to put it in locked and, you know, lost mode. Did you actually put it in lost mode? No. Oh, okay. I was literally about to click finish because I was typing a message with my phone number on it. Mm-hmm. And then you saw it, and I clicked cancel. Oh, yeah, because we were retracing our steps, and I was, I kind of figured it was going to be in the diaper changing area, because I got confused, because after the flower ride, or before I went on the flower ride, again, I gave my phone to Nick, because I was like, here, just hold everything for me so I don't have to deal with it on the ride. I completely forgot the fact that he gave it back to me. Exactly. Anyway, so we go see... Not the Count. We still haven't said who it was. Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster. Matt Cookie Monster. Got some photos. Got some more photos with Count. Yeah, he was still there. And the other workers were also there, like the ones who will stop the line and let people go through. And there's, she was super sweet because she was like, oh, you're back. And was like super nice and very happy with Jack. And it Which was super like. cute. That was very nice. And it was cute because they joked around with Cookie Monster too. It was like, you weren't here. You're... They kind of like made some joke about him doing something with cookies. And they're like, so they decide to come back and see you. Exactly. <laughs> really nice. So was after that, what do we do? We kind of walked around at this point. We walked. Oh, yeah. We're trying to kill time at this point because we had, what, an hour before our five o'clock? Yeah. Shark encounter. So we walk around. We did the... Uh... You went on Mako again. Oh, I went on Mako again. Then we went through the... Uh, shark aquarium we were gonna go to the sea lion area but then we're like but they had a show every time we try to get through that area yeah so we go through the aquarium and at this point on accident we went through the shark aquarium on accident oh yeah because at the entrance to this shark aquarium it says shark encounter and we're like oh this is where we go for the shark encounter yeah 
Makes sense. Uh-huh. And we're, you know, we walk through the aquarium looking at all the sharks. Love that aquarium. Love that aquarium. And then we get out and it's like seven, no, uh, it's uh, 4.45. Yeah. We exit the aquarium. We're like, um, did we miss something? Yeah. We're right back next to this little shark pond. Yeah, because we were walking through it expecting to see another sign saying, you know, tour meets here or something like that. Yeah. So I pull out the tickets. And then it tells us to go somewhere completely different. Yeah, the Sky Tower observation thing, which wasn't operational. Oh, neither was the Kraken. Yes. so That was under maintenance. Go to the base of the Sky Tower, check in at like 4.50. Mm-hmm. Got our tour guides. Do we remember I their names? I forgot their names. Oh, no. It's not universal. They don't have fist bumps, so I don't care that much. I feel bad. I think one was, I think the guy was Mark. I think it was Mark, and I forget the girl's name. If they had fist bumps or these were universal employees, they would get like 100 fist bumps. They, they were, were awesome. Great. They were both great, too. Because the girl was supposed to be like the main guide, and the other guy was supposed to kind of be like a helper. Yeah. Very but They were both great. So we thought this was going to be kind of like the dolphin encounter where it was going to be like a quick little 15, 20 minute thing mm-hmm. where we, you know, saw a shark, fed a shark, and then picture taken him bye-bye type yeah. thing. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's not what it was at all. <laughs> I did zero research and it shows. We meet up. All we knew is that we got to touch a baby shark. Yeah. <laughs> we meet up with the tour guides they lead us over to the shark encounter they warn us that it's going to be like 45 minutes yeah and nick and i look at each other like great oh (laughs) okay so the route she normally would take for the tour was blocked because of the construction for something no it was because the show was going on she said no they were talking about a crane she said it was dangerous because there was a crane that comes later oh does yes normally when you they did the tour she would take them back where the uh, otter show is. Oh, okay. And go through like a back door through there. But since that was going on, she had to go through a shark encounter aquarium thing. Mm-hmm. So we walked through like the first room, you know, look at some fish. It was like, oh, we get to do this again. Yeah. And then there's like a side door, mm-hmm. for, obviously for employees. She takes us through there and there's a little... Not a little, a long fish tank in there. Yeah. And the dude removes a cover, a wooden cover from the top of it, to reveal some sharks. Yeah. So ladies explaining about these sharks and about all the pictures on the walls and lots of information about sharks. We got to pet a shark. I didn't really get to pet it very long. Nope, because you were petting one and then one started swimming towards you and you got freaked out. Yeah, I was like, I just don't want to, you know, because they're talking about like not startling the sharks. And I was like, this exactly. one's getting really close to my hand. They said, don't touch the face. So you just, backed off. No, So I backed off. Jack also did not touch the shark because I didn't want to have him fall in and get eaten. They weren't, they were tiny sharks. They weren't tiny sharks. They're like the length of like my fingers to my elbow. It's called a joke, Melody. Well, I didn't want to do it because of the way he freaked out with the dolphin. I didn't want him doing that again. Exactly. But anyways. We did that, and then we leave that room, and that's when we were supposed to go through the back door. Okay. And on the door, it said, like, dive in progress or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she walks, she, like, opens the door. I guess there was a crane operating. So she's like, eh, we're not going to go Kraken was under... Construction. 
construction. So she's like, okay, we're not going to go through there. So we walk through the aquarium some more. She showed us some shark eggs that had just been laid. We skipped that area when we went through the shark aquarium, which made me feel bad because she ended that area. It was like, oh, yeah, lots of people just walk by this. And I looked at Nick. I was like, we walked by this. We walked by this. Yep. Because we didn't know what it was. It's not very well labeled. At all. There's like a sign that has an explanation, but because it's so small, it's like, if you don't know what it is from far away, why would you go look at it? Exactly. Because it was also in a dead end area. Yeah. So we looked at the eggs and then we go through like the conveyor belt where you're like in a tube and there's like water all around you. Yeah. The aquarium goes over you. Yep. A water tunnel. Yeah. So literally as soon as you get off that conveyor belt... If you look to your left, you'll see a door. Mm-hmm. Another employee-only door. Employee-only. It's locked, so you won't be able to try this. If you go through that door, literally up the stair steps, and yes, you keep open walking. open the door, you hit stairs immediately. Yeah, and walk straight back. You'll be in the back rooms, and you can see the big... Uh, wait, you walk up the stairs, and then if you turn left, you'll see another set of stairs going up. Mm-hmm. And then at the top, there's going to be like this big fence gate, very thick gate. Mm-hmm. And then you get into where the shark tank is. Yeah, you get to go on. So you like, get to see the aerial kind of view of the... Conveyor belt tank. Yeah, so which like, is super cool. It was cool because you could actually see the people going through. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she talked for a long time there. Which made sense. So There this are is, a lot of different sharks in that tank. So... The one thing I will note is there was no plexiglass separating us from the tank. There was just a very thin like um, net. Not. It was like a, she called it a net and I was expecting like a rope net. It was like more of those safety buckle type net. Yeah. If you were to lay on it, it would snap. Yes. If I were to fall on it, it would snap. So slightly nerve wracking. Especially when we have a just, baby. It was there to literally just show you. There is an edge here. Do not go any further. Mm-hmm. And it made shadows. And yeah. according to the shadows is where we stood. Yeah. We were supposed to not go past the second line. Yes. So this is where Jack started getting Jack started getting very restless. Very restless. At this point, he had only really had a 20-minute nap on the way to SeaWorld. And he didn't fall asleep while we were there. Yeah. So I was scared he was going to like jump out of my hands into the tank and I was going to have to dive in after him. He was also playing with or trying to play with stuff on the walls. He was trying to play with a life preserver. I thought he was going to try to throw your hat into the thing. That's what I was worried about. I was worried about that. And you love that hat. I do love that hat. It's my work hat. (laughs) But anyways, she talked for a very long time about sharks. We did get to see the little nursing pool we learned that was apparently in jaws 3 yeah so if you watch jaws 3 apparently there's a scene where there's a shark in a nursing pool that is the exact pool that's from SeaWorld. yeah apparently they, they recorded that scene there which was cool so now i have to go back and watch jaws 3 to see if it's in there you have to jaw- watch jaws 1 and 2 i don't well. care that much. <laughs> so after the nursing pool they take us down that's actually technically a universal fact we actually went back to Universal. Woo! Woo! <laughs> so I was, went down, and this is where we got to feed a shark. Yes. Which did not feel special at all. At all. So basically, there's this pool 
where anybody can just walk up and feed them. It's in front of like their shark restaurant, which is really yeah. nice. So like there's some sharks in there. Not a lot. A lot of fish. A lot of fish. And then like some stingrays. A decent amount of stingrays. Yeah. And she said to take the fish and th- literally just chuck it at the water in front of a shark. Because mm-hmm. apparently the... They feel the vibrations. They'll feel the vibrations and swim towards it. None of them swam towards my fish when I did that. Mm-mm. So I don't know if I was throwing it wrong or what. You got a couple sharks to eat your fish. Yeah, but I don't think it was the vibrations. I think it's just because I threw it in front of them. And they had enough time to get to it. Yeah. Anyways. So if you threw it like right at the shark, the way they're moving, it would hit their head basically and just... Go right over. Yeah. Anyways. We finished feeding them, and we leave SeaWorld. Yep. We did not get dinner. We did not get dinner there. I felt like I got my value worth, because at this point, it's 6 o'clock? Yeah, it was getting really close to 6 o'clock. Yeah, 6 o'clock. And... I was also hurting. You were hurting, and we're like, okay, let's just go back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. So, we head to the hotel. We get our pictures. Oh, no, no, no. I'm backing up to the beginning. Oh, okay. We completely forgot to bring diapers. Yep. So our plan originally was to, as soon as we were done with SeaWorld, you know, expecting the shark encounter only to be like 20 minutes, mm-hmm. we were like, okay, we'll just go to Walmart because it's 10 minutes away. Yes. And it was on the way to the hotel too. Yeah. We'll go to Walmart, pick up a half gallon of milk because he needs milk. Mm-hmm. And we're like, Melody is just like, I'm starving. I just want to go get my club level food because the club level dinner ended at seven yeah it ended at seven so we chose just to go back to the hotel and instacart instacart food so we get back to the hotel Instacart the milk yeah (laughs) so we get back to the hotel luckily my pass my key card scanned right into the parking lot Mm -hmm. without fail well it failed once second attempt it worked yeah we go up to our room and drop off all our luggage dropped off our luggage Went down to the club level room, mm-hmm. and I got you a bunch of food. Today's dinner was some kind of pasta. With some type of chicken. With some type of chicken. It looked like it had croutons in it. You only brought me the chicken. I don't know what was in there. I don't know. I got you some vegetables. It was cauliflower. Cauliflower. I got you some charcuterie, mm-hmm. which was just cheddar cheese and crackers. And the little lunch meat. Oh, and some lunch meat. And then we got Jack a mac and cheese. <laughs> with and also some of the lunch meat and cheese. <laughs> with some, well, the lunch meat was for me. Oh, it was pretty good. He ate a lot of it, so yeah. he liked it. I didn't care much for the chicken, but chicken has to be good for me. Most of the time I find chicken dry. That's true. So at this point, I'm trying to remember what happened next. Oh, so backing up again. While I was in line for Mako... I got my text that the room is ready. I'm like, thanks. And I'm like, by any chance, do you sell diapers at Portofino? And they're like, yes, we do. In the uh, gift shop next to the lobby. I'm like, cool, thanks. So we come back to the hotel. We get your food. I go down to the lobby to check to see if they sell any diapers. The only diapers that they sell is in a... Changing pack? It was a changing kit. It came with like six wipes and two diapers. Which was not even close to what we needed. I didn't even want to ask the price on that. Yeah. So I'm like, 
just figure out Instacart. So I come back up to the room. She's trying to unpack. We've done Instacart before. Yeah. So I, you know. And everyone raves about Instacart on podcasts. I'm not done. I'm not done. So I put in the hotel's address. I double check with maps. I type in Lois Portofino Bay. Lois. Shut up. (laughs) I type in Portofino Bay Hotel. I see my little blue dot pull up next to the map so I know it's, you know, the right address. Mm -hmm. Put in the address to Instacart. You simplify it. And it says, like, business. I put in the name Lowe's Portofino Bay. I just put in Lowe's Portofino Bay. And then in, like, the, uh, there's, like, a little notes box, I guess. I say, I'll meet you outside at the valet entrance. Mm -hmm. Which is very simple. Follow the signs for valet and you'll find me. Mm-hmm. So I put in my order for Instacart. I don't know if this was a good tip. I gave him 10 bucks. It got picked up right away, so I'm guessing it was good. I gave him a $10 tip on a $30 order. Because it was like, it's late at night, and we really need these. So my plan was I was going to give him an extra cash tip when he got here. Mm-hmm. I was going to give him an extra $10. So it quoted me eight forty-five, And then I saw that he was at the store. I'm like, okay, cool. I saw him pick up my items. Great. He picked up both items that I wanted. And then everything's going smoothly. And now it's time for him to drive here. It gets bumped down to 8.15. And I ordered this at 7.50. Mm-hmm. I see him come down. And then the time shoots down to 8.13. I'm like, okay, I got to go. It's like 8.10, 8.07. Like he had to put on his shoes. He had to get... We have to walk down right. so kind of I, the hallway to our room. So I run down to the lobby outside where the valet area is, and I'm standing there. I message him. I'm like, hey, I'm in a light green shirt, tan shorts. I see this dude go down like some back road to Portofino and then like turn around and leave at so 8.15. Maybe he went down like a worker road? I guess. And then he comes down Universal Boulevard. I'm like, okay. He knows where he's going now. Completely shoots past uh, Portofino Bay, the road. Mm-hmm. And, at and that now point he's heading towards me. Royal Pacific. And at this point, the dude messages me. Didn't he say he sent like a screenshot of a Google? Yeah, he sent me a screenshot of a Google uh, thing of Portofino, all in Spanish. And it doesn't even really look like Portofino. And he goes, is this your hotel, Lois? No, we need no. no. He sent me a picture of Lowe's Royal Pacific, like like he took out his phone and took a picture of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, that's Royal Pacific. I'm at um, Lowe's Portofino I'm Bay. At Lowe's Portofino Bay. And he goes, okay. And he goes, this your hotel? And he sends me a picture of Portofino Bay. And it doesn't look like Portofino Bay in the pictures, but I'm like, I guess it is. And I'm like, yes, I am at Lowe's Portofino Bay. And it was just like back and forth of... Google pictures of the thing. And then he messages me saying with his phone number saying, send me your address on his cell phone number. So I'm not very tech savvy when it comes to like scamming people. I'm not saying he was trying to scam me. It just seemed off. It seemed off. I didn't want to text him from my personal number because I was on my wife's phone. So I'm not just going to give this guy my wife's phone number. At me. Yeah. So <laughs> I say, I send him a screenshot of my map. I'm like, this is where I am. It has my little blue dot. I'm like, I'm at Portofino Bay. And it was just back and forth. And I told him, 
just go down Universal Boulevard and turn onto Portofino, the road. And I sent him a picture of the crossroads. And he goes, okay, be there in five. (laughs) And then he gets here and he was very apologetic. He didn't speak any English because he was talking to me through a translator. And yeah, very nice at the end. Yeah, like it was like we were getting super frustrated. It kind of bummed me out that he ended up being nice because then it made me feel bad for being annoyed at him. Yeah. I was like, I don't know whether I still can feel mad at you or not if you're being nice. I don't know. I'm not mad at him. Just the situation. Because he was also saying about how his application was leading him to a different area. So I don't know how Instacart does their maps. So maybe Instacart led him down the wrong road and then took him to Royal Pacific, which doesn't make any sense. So, I don't know. We got the diapers. Finally got the milk. <laughs> got the milk. It's not going to last. Uh, spoiler alert, because... Uh, the fridge sucks. The fridge isn't a fridge in Universal Hotels for some reason. They don't get cold. They're not meant to store food. I just now realized that. Yeah. So, the milk's going to go bad by tomorrow. Lovely. So we're going to have to figure out a fix for that. Maybe they'll have milk in the store downstairs? Nope. No? Nope. Oh. Oh. Why did I think of this? What? Room service. Oh, just be like, milk please? Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'll just do room service. They have to have milk. So anyways, that was our day. (laughs) We're now sitting in bed. It ended stressful. It was a good day though. With all our complaints, it was a good day. We had a lot of fun. I got burnt. Very badly. Uh, Yeah. I... Put sunscreen on the baby, and I was like, I'll put sunscreen on myself later. Yep. I eventually did put sunscreen on, but at that point, I was already burnt. Yep. So, so tomorrow's be red for the rest of the trip. Disney Woo-hoo. trip. Oh, lovely. We'll see how that goes. Yep. We may not even stay the whole day. So, Disney episode will probably be short. Yeah. Seeing how long this was taking, yeah, we're definitely splitting this into... Yeah, we had a conversation. We're like, oh, yeah, are we going to combine all these and do it all one, or are we going to split them? We're at an hour and 37 minutes. Oh. Well, you also left it recording for like 10 minutes at the beginning, so. No, I stopped it and then started it. Yep. For 30 seconds. Okay, whatever. But anyways, so tomorrow's Disney. Mm-hmm. John gave us a very helpful uh, blog post that he wrote. And Angus. And Angus. They both kind of recommended the same place. So I think we're going to combine them. Yes, because we were torn between two different places. So, John, he didn't recommend one specific place. (laughs) He just uh, forwarded us his blog post, which was very helpful. Honestly, yeah. I think I preferred the article anyways, because then it had all the info. A lot more information. Mm -hmm. What was the place called? I think we decided on the top There was like Friars something. Friars Nook? Yes. Friars Nook has the top place. So, we're going to do Friars Nook. And then some and then breakfasty food place, which now Angus I can't Angus recommended a... It's also on the blog post that John sent us. Uh-huh. But I we're don't going remember to, what type, but it was like some sort of chicken waffle sandwich. It was a chicken and waffle sandwich. I forget what the place is called, but Angus recommended that, so we're going to try that. We're combining the two. Yes. We're going to eat the tots and the chicken waffle sandwich. So hopefully uh, Angus is... Um, view on this chicken and waffle isn't the same as born <laughs> so we will see if it actually turns out to be good or not but if he likes born i'm not uh holding this chicken and waffle too high but john also put it on his blog post as what number one i think yes 
So I don't know. I'm torn. Food is food for me, so I don't care. I'll report back tomorrow or for you guys next week. Yep. Or next month or next year. Yes. These are going to be slowly coming out. We'll also be recording other episodes so that when Baby 2 comes out, we got some episodes yep. for you guys. We were recording an episode for Angus. Sorry, Angus, you're going to have to wait a little bit now. We're going to wait a little bit because our plan... It was supposed plan, to be next week. <laughs> as of this recording, it was supposed to be next week. Yeah. But we didn't realize it was just going to take two hours to record this. We should have realized that because we tend to ramble. Yes. But we also were expecting it to be like a quick, we did this and this and this and this. So. Nope. Anyways, that's all. Stay tuned for the Disney episode on our Hope Universal podcast. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.